What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Live from KCL. In case you forgot, my name is Rohan. I'm joined by two of my good friends, Pranav and Felix, and a couple of 22-year-olds from the Bay Area talking about Frazier. What's going on, guys? What's up, guys? How you guys doing? Hello. Welcome back. Yeah, it's been a couple of weeks since we recorded. Um, we did not upload episode four yet, if you're listening to this, before it's come out. But we're planning on doing that this week. But today, we're actually going over season one, episode five, Here's Looking at You. Um, this is an episode where Martin gets a telescope as a hobby. He ends up finding somewhat of a romance through it um, with someone else he's looking at through the telescope. And it's just like going through that uh, and detailing it. Interesting episode for sure. Uh, but I thought before we get started, let's go over some trivia questions this week. Uh, who wants to start? I'd say one of you guys go first. Uh, we got Pranav go first, yeah. Anyways. At the beginning of this episode, there's a call from a person named Doug. And the person who plays Doug is in a very famous Jim Carrey movie. Well, so the Chris. question is, what Jim Carrey movie is he in? Yeah, I and know I, it. There's, do you know it? I. <laughs> the funny thing is, I don't remember but um wait let me think okay no i don't know i'm not gonna know off the top of my head okay it's dumb and dumber it is dumb and dumber it's correct yes, Jeff Daniels plays harry on dumb and dumber yeah doug's a great caller but we'll get into that all right felix what's your question all right my question is that so in this episode a bit of a spoiler but uh the president of the wine club uh got tricked right they switched out his wine you know he missed he didn't know which one it was. And then Frazier said his face must have turned redder than the name of the of this certain wine. Oh what okay. was that name? Okay. I I think I think I remember it. It's like a Pichon something. Yeah, but to be honest, oh, I don't even know insane, how it's, it's, you got the first it's like a uh, super French name. Yeah, I don't know how to actually pronounce it, but you got the first like a word right. It, uh, it's a, I'm looking on KCL. It is. It's like a Pichon love, some love in something like that. Is that yeah, how they pronounce yeah. it? I don't know. I don't we probably, know, but we probably I all butchered it. But uh, hopefully, maybe someone, someone knows how to say it. I think, I think I should get the point just for remembering the first name, though. So. No, you get the point. You get the point. I'll That's take it. All right. Here's my question. Um. So, uh, when in the first scene at the radio station, when Fraser's talking to Roz about. Roz's mom. Roz mentions, uh, I think. Let me see, one, four hobbies that she's into. Can you guys name the four hobbies? Uh, I know a couple. There's a uh, hiking. Hiking is one. Um, wait, who, whose hobbies? Whose hobbies? Roz's mom's Roz's hobbies. Mom. Oh, okay. So wait, like, I actually remember one of them because like, her job is like like doing the fossil stuff. No, thing. she's that's, the, that's, not, that's not her job. But that's, that's she's the attorney general of Washington. That's okay, okay, no, no, no. That? okay, no, no. Listen. That, well, then Felix might be right. Is it archaeology? Yes, archaeo- So that was one of the hobbies. So that's two, but that's not her job. Her job is attorney general. Okay, right. You're right. She was you're right. The fossil, the archaeology, and then hiking. There's painting. Do you know what kind of painting more. specifically? Uh, There's a specific type of painting. Okay, she's not a child. So it won't like be water, watercolor. water painting. No, it won't be watercolor. She's not. She's not like a five year old. It'll well, be what oil, other paintings probably. are there? Oil or canvas? Oil, oil on canvas. canvas. Oil. Yeah, it's being. Do you guys remember? Is it not oil? Or it's oil? Yeah, oil, it's oil. Like okay. okay. Do you know the last one or no? Uh, no, I don't think I know the last one. Felix, do you? Uh, no. Let us know. What is it? Water skiing, which Water- I thought was an, an absolutely insane hobby for a senior. Well, like an old That's pretty cool, though. That's pretty cool. That is, it's cool, but like I just don't believe this. There's no it way like a sixty-year-old is water skiing, bro. Hey, old people. It doesn't line up with the rest at all. The other are like you know like peaceful like activities that you can do, and then there's water skiing. <laughs> well, I don't know. You, you, you need something active, something uh, to have fun with. I don't know. No, I agree. You need something active, but that's why she hikes, right? But I feel like oh, water true. skiing at like the age of sixty seems like a death wish, Loki. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> that's cool though, you know. No, it's it is respectable. Cool. It is, no, I I totally respect Ryan. Yeah, six, sixty years of story on, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> um, is sixty even right? I just like assumed that it could be. No, I, don't I mean know. we don't. They don't. They don't say the age, but Pranav, I don't know if you remember, but like a couple seasons later, there's an episode where like. Roz's mom comes and like yeah she goes on a date with Martin yeah yeah like so like her, I remember yeah so they're like 
They're about the same age, and Martin's. They're like about the same age, and Martin's older than sixty. I feel he's sixty-three. I remember they mentioned that in one of the first Ooh, few episodes. Yeah, yeah, he's so, like 63, 65, something like that. So you know, water skiing at that age is adventurous for sure. He's definitely below sixty-five because I remember the episode where he where he becomes sixty-five. 65. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm. So, but anyways, uh, we can just dive right into the episode. You know, we first are at the radio station. We get Doug as the caller. You know, Doug's talking about how his mom is doing anything nowadays, kind of similar to Martin. And then he says that, you know, she doesn't want to do anything or go anywhere. And she literally hangs around the house. And then Frazier interrupts her and says, you know, I'm sorry, Doug. You, you said your mother literally <laughs> hangs around the house. Well, it's a pet peeve of mine. Um, and I think you mean to say that she figuratively hangs around the house. Dude. Again, you know, Doug's very pissed. You know, you know, he's like, do you mind if I say what my pet peeve is when intellectual pinheads with superior superiority complexes nitpick your grammar when they come to you for help i'm totally on doug's side here i feel like if i called to the to fraser show and he gave me this kind of response i'd be like bro like can you focus on the issue no no like legitimately so much agree like i'm definitely on doug's side like i would be so annoyed because like he knows what he means but he's just like trying to do that on purpose time just like i'd be like bro like i wouldn't say it like doug said it but yeah he's just being an asshole for like no reason I mean, I think it's um, it's I think it's mostly played for the joke, right? Because yeah. I feel like if someone actually did this in real life as part of your job, people would stop calling in because they would just think you're such an asshole. But <laughs> uh, it's funny it is, though. I like it. It is funny. It's a nice. It's a nice opening gag, throwaway, throwaway joke for sure. Um, and then we get you know Roz talking about her pet peeve. You know when she's at the store and then someone calls in and they get better treatment than her. Has this ever happened to you guys? Like at a store where you're in person, and then someone calls, and the the worker in front of you starts talking to them instead of you. I don't think so. Do people even really call stores anymore? Is that a thing? Oh, that they still do. They still do. I still call stores sometimes. Like for anything, like, like more the specific. Shop? No, no, like, no, no, no. I call like a shop. restaurant to see like wait times or something like that. But right. So that that's a good distinction because Fraser replies saying that actually I do most of my shopping by phone. So I think it was someone like calling and asking. Like ordering something, yeah. which I think I mean, is not says, as like, common the, now. Yeah, but it might be more prevalent in like. I mean, she she says department store, right? Like a department store yeah. is like you know, it's like a Walmart. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, so I mean, I I think it was more common in, like the nineties when people 90s. were doing. That makes sense. We're yeah. roughly showing our age here. <laughs> but... <laughs> yeah, we weren't even born when this episode came out, but no, I I think um I don't think it's happened to me either, but it's definitely more of a dated joke in this case. Uh, and then, yeah, and then we get, you know, Frazier asking Roz, you know, like, I think Martin also does, is, is similar to Doug's mom. Like, he doesn't do anything around the house. And honestly, like, we've seen Martin only through, what, four episodes now, and all he does is, like, sit around, drink beer, watch TV. I mean, he's he's living the retired life. <laughs> but yeah. I think, like, having a good time. Uh, I think, like, a hobby would definitely, like, do him good. You know, do you, do you guys have any general hobbies? Hmm. I don't know. Like, a hobby isn't, like, doing something. I mean, a hobby. <laughs> like, you know what a hobby is. Like, what? Okay, bro, bro what a hobby has anything you enjoy to do. Anything you enjoy to do. Yeah, like, anything you one, enjoy one of my hobbies is like, like, I do enjoy, you know, playing some video games once in a while. Like, I do enjoy doing that. That was kind of my question. Is that a hobby? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is a hobby. hobby. I mean, it's not my job. <laughs> like, it's a hobby. Okay. Like, I, I enjoy guess. going to the gym. I'd say that's a hobby for me. Okay, that, yeah. I feel like that's, like, a more, like, respectable hobby what? for sure. Okay, you just... Uh, okay. <laughs> no, a hobby like, can be anything like, if, like, if, like, 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 if I said, oh, I like watching Warriors games, it's, like, a terrible hobby, right? No, that, it's, that's a, it's a good hobby. It's a hobby. You enjoy watching NBA, watching basketball. That's a hobby. Yeah. Hey, speak okay, for yourself. I don't want that, to be, hobby, want that to be my hobby on record. I let's not, like be, let's be, not be judgmental here. basketball. We accept all hobbies. No, I agree. And I think watching sports and playing video games are great hobbies, bro. It's like a typical guy hobby, but it is a, it is still a so, hobby. So then why is, my question would be, why is Martin like drinking beer and watching TV not considered his hobby? I mean, no, it's his it's, hobby, it's, right? It's not It's not saying that it isn't a hobby, but like I think Frazier meant that he wants something to get him out of the house because the call that Doug yeah. had was like right, she just sits okay. around the house watching TV. So other than that, I guess. Yeah, right? like something different. Something maybe like something else that's like fulfilling as well, you know? So not to say that Martin doesn't have any hobbies, but just something other than just being in the house. Yeah, that makes sense. Get some fresh air, you know. Right. Which he didn't really accomplish because this hobby He's is still in the house. But... but it is something new. Like, <laughs> His the new is, hobby was something new. looking at the TV, it's looking at a telescope. It's not, yeah. you know. 
<laughs> but he was excited that for it. I remember. Yeah, he was, he, he was. Martin was definitely happy with it. Yeah, he was. But you know, we, we find out that Roz's mother is the Attorney General of Wisconsin. Great job. I mean, she's got to be famous there. Uh, definitely a hard woman. But you know, listeners, you guys will know that you know we will see Roz's mom, like we mentioned earlier, in a later episode, which is pretty interesting. But that's still a few seasons down the line. Uh, and then. I mean, like I said, water skiing, hiking, oil painting. Uh, she likes archaeology. Like, I think this this woman's doing great in life. I mean, she's like definitely in her sixties, and she's a, she's the attorney general, and then she has all these great hobbies. I feel like she's doing a lot more than any of us are doing right yeah, now. Yeah, no, it's definitely sure. like no, a very you, nice variety of hobbies. That's what I'm gonna say. You know what this like scene reminds me of? This reminds me of like when you like you know come out for school or whatever. And then your mom's like, oh, so I was talking to this parent the other day. And, you know, this kid does like, and the kid has like 17 <laughs> things that they do. They're like an entrepreneur at 17. And yeah. like, and they like play three sports and like they go to college and like Harvard, like, you know, that's exactly what this scene felt like for me. But she's, she's 60 and she's water skiing, bro. So it's, yeah. <laughs> it's she, crazy. She's built different. <laughs> Literally. She, is, she, is, she definitely is built different. Um, You know, and then we, we fade out, we go to back to Fraser's apartment. Fraser and Daphne are kind of just playing around with the telescope. Uh, and then, you know, Fraser has this like really weird line. He's like, I was walking through the hobby shop and I saw this and I was like, Eureka. And he said, Ah, yes, there are a million stories in the naked city. Now, if we could just find a naked one. Very creepy line here from Fraser. Like, dude is a straight voyeur, like peeking into other du- other people's homes, looking for like naked women. Like, like this is a he you know and i remember in the last episode he was talking about his like intellect his like place in the city for why he couldn't fight Derek man but this dude has like no problem looking <laughs> looking into <laughs> other people's homes in the middle I'm of the pretty night sure it's just like a joke in the episode no, I, in no, real it's, life it's funny it's like, but like it's, it's weird for sure listen like, if you actually think about the implication of the line it's it's yes yeah, not great no it, it's funny don't get me wrong but like for a guy that talks about like his like morality and all this like so much He's clearly has like no like no no care in the world like about looking in other people's homes and like that's the one thing which I get kind of like irritated about with Fraser is like the very like back and forth wishy washiness about like his quote unquote morality like there are some episodes where he has he like you know in a couple episodes for now for now if you remember he has that one where like he doesn't want to sleep with that woman oh and, yeah and yeah. like he gets like nauseous you know about yep. that because he like quote unquote broke his morale. But in this yeah. one, it's kind of like, where's your morality now, bro? Like, <laughs> okay, uh, so basically, you guys are saying like he's not like the most consistent there. So, so it's not even about like him. I think it's just it, like, like the it, writers, like they just, just made it, his character like that, which is fine, like on an episode by episode basis. But like, if you want to believe that he's like this, like super, like you know, caring about his morality all the time, he's like a psychiatrist, all this stuff. Like, and psychi- and morality is a pretty big thing in psychiatry. So I would think that that would be a more consistent part of his character, but it's not. Yeah, I do think some of the jokes, you know, they kind of go against like his his like base character a little bit for the sake of like being funny. But, you know. Right, right. I mean, he even has like the other line where he's like, if people were so concerned about their precious privacy, you know, they wouldn't leave their blinds open at that certain angle where you can see the mirror over the mantle that reflects down the yeah. hall. So so specific. I, so actually thought that specific. Was, I actually thought that line was really funny, but I like that line. It, it was it was funny, but again, uh, yeah. creeper, creeper. I mean, sure, bro. Do, are you, do you guys like always have your blinds closed? Like, are you guys worried about oh, other yeah. people seeing into your room? Yeah. Well, you, oh, you know oh, why I ha- wait? You know why I have my blinds closed? Mine isn't like a privacy. Okay, thing. right. Just, like, my like eyes get are sensitive to light. So okay, fair enough. Oh, but, I'm okay for Pranav. I think it's actually he actually has his blinds closed like all the time. Yeah, well, so I mean, Felix, we lived in like the same room. You know, if you look out my blinds, you'd see like directly into the window right. opposite, like me. But I legitimately believe and, it's like, actually like relatively hard to see. Into. Like, my bathroom is like fully visible from the window. <laughs> okay, fair. Like, fair. is this the whole thing is a little bit? I mean, honestly, I always have my blinds open, and like, I just feel like people can't actually see me. I don't know, so like, I don't actually mind, and I, I like know. the sunlight. I don't really believe that, but. <laughs> I mean, look, it's good that you believe it, I guess. Well, okay, I want to say something. I remember, like, uh, when me and Pranav were living together at our apartment, it's so, like, it's not just our window blinds. There was, like, the balcony blinds. And, like, yeah. one of our friends, like, oh, always closed it. Even then, like, even when we were all just all there, like, watching TV or something, he always closed it in, like, broad yeah, daylight. For, like, that was weird to me, for sure. Like, I didn't understand why. Lo- we, 
in your own like personal room i get it we were just like in the living room like drinking beer and watching tv and those two would just go up and try to maybe, close the blinds maybe he didn't want the glare from the sunlight no 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 he like specifically said like he didn't like people looking into our like can can you see can you see like if you're standing on your balcony or like yeah we like if we looked out our balcony we could see other people's balconies of that that blinds up and we could see like their living room but like yeah but we're not doing anything like like abnormal we're just doing normal stuff it was it was weird for sure but in your own personal room i think i understand it i mean listen bro he's just like he's just looking out for people like fraser bro. like you that's know, true i mean a certain I, I, angle for the mirror <laughs> over the water bed, like no nah, you're right Pri- hey, privacy is a big deal i i enjoy my privacy as well don't get me wrong uh yeah so it's 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 interesting to see fraser's reaction to this telescope it's like immediate like thought is just like look at like women's like straight perv, yeah that was like bro. the the fact that it was the first idea is a little bit concerning right so then martin comes out um you know, and then I know Parav has like an issue with this. So the first thing Martin says is like, I saw in the news that there was a bunch of falcons nesting in the eaves of the Columbia Tower. But the way he says falcons. The way uh, he says it is so, this hit me for the like, falcon the whole time. Oh. It's weird as hell. Yeah, there were a couple like, I like looked lines it up. here. Yeah, I like looked it up and apparently it's like an acceptable pronunciation. I've like never heard it in my entire life. I have not either. Um, And you know, like, Frazier's like, yeah, you know, dad, forget the Falcons. You can see everything that's going on over there in the apartment building. And then Martin's like, I've locked people up for that kind of behavior. So, I mean, at least he's, he starts off with <laughs> having some morality. But then, you know, Daphne says that, you know, she sees like a man with a beach towel so- soaking up like a large pool of blood. And then both Martin and Frazier like bang heads while they're trying to both look at the telescope. And then Frazier says, oh. daddy, which I don't yeah, think. Yeah, I didn't love that one either. That. that one annoyed me. He was like, what the hell is this? It's also uh, he's never he's never called him that. He always just calls him like dad. So uh, another like weird line here. Um but you know, if Fraser said, you know, there's there's a voyeur in all of us. I don't know. I'm not I'm not I'm not really into this uh I statement. think he means it in like the non-sexual definition. No, no, no. No, it's because the, the line right before that, Martin was like, You're right about that woman at the computer, she's a real looker. And then oh, Fraser responds. And yeah, then Fraser responds with the you know, there's a voyeur in all of us. That's a little bit weird. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's 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 a it's an interesting concept for Fraser. Like I said, I don't want to like hone in on this, but like this whole morality thing, it just kind of bugs me when it's like back and forth. Uh, and then you know, there's there's someone looking back at them. It's Irene, right? <laughs> uh, and, oh my god, I thought this like, was funny. Like just the coincidence of someone looking back at you, like not. But with a telescope specifically, like exactly. she also has a telescope. Like, what is this? He's like, another weirdo. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then, like, they all, they all, like, they all somehow, like, their first instinct is just to hide, which I don't really like understand. No, I get it. That's what I would do. I don't want to be like, I don't want this person looking at me. I'm going like behind the wall, dude. What the? They hell? already saw you, though. They already saw you. Yeah. I I get it. Um, all right. You know, but like Martin's fine. Like he's waving. They they start like having a conversation over the notepad, right? They're like writing notes to each other. And then, uh, you know, Frazier says, dad, you shouldn't encourage this person. I don't really want people looking in our lives. I don't think I've even made my bed today. Again, this dude, not even one minute ago, was totally fine looking at someone else's apartment. But the moment someone else is looking at him, is when he has the issue with it, bro. I like don't well, understand this. Like, gang I think this one is like you know, it's like a clever line. It's funny. It's supposed to be like he was okay doing yeah, it, but now yeah. that it's happening to him, he's like, hey, wait a minute, this is a little bit <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. Like you don't really know until like it happens to you, right? That's kind of how it is. But... Right. Again, but like as a psychiatrist, I feel like these things should like come really easily to Frazier, but they don't. Um, yeah. You know, we find out her name's Irene, and then she's like. Uh, Martin says that she's writing something else, and then she's like, "Is that Doctor Crane from the radio hiding in the back?" <laughs> that was, that was funny. funny. That was funny. Uh, you know, he waves. But I was, it, was, it was a quick. It was a quick line um, there, and then it says that you know the the scene cuts out, and then we find out it's three mornings later, and then like it's Martin and Daphne. You know, I actually had like a question about this. Yeah. If he's on a radio show, no one can see him, right? Why do people like recognize I mean, him on the street? He's posters, not on the TV. His posters oh. are like all over this, the like oh, town, right? Sense. He's like a celebrity, right? So there's always the confuse me. He was like famous. I'm like, but how are you famous? No one knows what you look like. But that makes so, sense. Yeah, it's a celebrity thing, right? So they probably like know. 
But the thing I will say though is like throughout the show, there's very like varied levels of Fraser's celebrity. Like some people like know him really well, and then other people like when he tries to like name drop himself, he they don't really. Yeah, they're like who? Know who's him, right? that? I mean, that's part of the joke, but like it's very inconsistent with like how well he's known in Seattle. But you know, we we found out that it's three mornings later when the scene cuts out, and Daphne and Martin are both sitting with like piles of paper around, so they've just been like changing notes for three days basically um and then you know like they're exchanging family histories you know we find out about like fraser's like skin condition on his butt like all this stuff that you know i don't i don't know how this even comes up but it's it's, it's pretty interesting and then you know fraser finally is like all right enough like i'm gonna like save a forest and like you know stop this madness and just give her the phone number and she immediately calls what, what what are your thoughts on giving your phone number to someone you've been talking to, like, over what whatever it is over a telescope, whatever, pretty fast, and she immediately calls? Is this like kind of weird, or is it like on course with what's happening? I honestly think usually I would like agree that this is like a little bit weird, but honestly, you know, they're like the, considering the information that they've shared, the phone number seems you know like not important anymore. Yeah, yeah, I she mean, immediately calls though. That's like another weird part about. I mean, it. but yeah. Like, they were like actively talking, right? She's just like, oh, right. instead of talking over the telescope, like yeah, you just call on the phone. phone, so you call like it's more convenient. Yeah, yeah. I think it's she like I think like, like instead of this like convoluted notepad thing, I can just call him. Yeah, that's true. But I did like the notepad stuff. Like I thought it was like a cute way of like communication, especially like between like somehow like between old people. It was like, it was yeah, it does. It does feel appropriate for old people somehow. It reminds me. It actually reminded me more of like middle school elementary kids, and like Fraser yeah, even makes notes things like yeah, like passing notes. Yeah, yeah. And Fraser even said, like, if you were in the sixth grade, you'd be sitting in a tree, K-I-S-S-I-N-G. Like, it yeah. definitely had that, like, vibe, but for, like, senior citizens. Wow. That joke yeah. has been there for a long time. Because I heard that when we were in elementary school. Yeah. So, like, yeah, if that was in the timeless... 90s, that means it was also in, like, the 2010s. That's just a timeless joke, bro. That'll probably be there, like, even with our kids, I think. That's cool, though. I like that. There's some... Not everything, you know, beats the beats time, so. Yeah, it's a pretty classic joke. But, you know... Uh... <laughs> She, oh, yeah, like that I said. of the five bucks into her like instantly <laughs> calling is very funny that is funny <laughs> she yeah. instantly calls bro <laughs> um and then you know martin's very hesitant to answer the phone fraser ends up talking to her and then martin's like tell her i'm not home like bro what you you've been talking to her for like three days you <laughs> well, were no, just talking she to her. can see you like yeah she can see you, know, you. she yeah. has to tell she can see you oh my god and then you know they they, they talk for a little bit and then the scene cuts out to Daphne and Fraser in the kitchen. And, you know, they're talking about, like, whether they're interested. Daphne says that he made she made coffee cake for him and he didn't want it because, you know, like, women don't like a spare tire on a man. I thought that was kind of an interesting line. <laughs> uh, do you guys like coffee cake? Yes. Yeah, sounds Absolutely. Nice. Coffee cake is insanely good. I don't know if it's insanely good. It's good. But, like, I don't know. It's, 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 I would say it's for, like, like a non-like, you know, frosting type cake is, like, the best one. Right, sure. Question though, is there caffeine in coffee cake? I mean, it has probably. like has there's coffee... coffee in the well, like the, you know, it probably the, is the like batter. no. Like, I'm not exactly yeah. sure how coffee cake is made. I'm sure there's okay, coffee if, in there somehow, but there's not like there a is... ton of coffee actually. Yeah, though. if there's any coffee, it's very little. It's more like it's most for the taste. Like, you're not gonna get like yeah. a caffeine rush. Yeah. Off right. Of but plus, you know, there's so much sugar in it. The caffeine, like, honestly, doesn't even matter at that point. Right. Makes right. sense. Um, and then Martin comes back and says that, you know, like he wasn't really interested. Like they talk for a little bit, not her type. And he goes straight for the coffee cake. He's like, any, any butter? Very confusing interaction here because, like, they've been yeah. talking for three days and he's all, all of a sudden, like, not interested. So you, you know, something's off. With yeah. This. That was confusing because, like, you know, he was so excited, like, over the telescope. And then he was even more excited, like, you know, they were talking for, you know, three days straight. Like, it's, it, felt, it felt like he was like a kid again talking to her, you know, maybe like that's kind of how a new romance appears. But, you know, something definitely went wrong there from that call. Exactly, exactly. Well, and it's, I mean, it's it a little bit happen, of foreshadowing. You know, sometimes you're like texting a girl or whatever, then you meet her and it's like, oh, not really, right? It could happen. I don't think it's like crazy or anything. Right, but I feel like the way they were... And it's not even like he met her, right? He was just over the phone. Yeah, that's true. He didn't even really meet her. So, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it just foreshadows what's to come with the end of this episode, kind of, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then we cut to, you know, back to Kathy Nervosa. I like this kind of gag here between Fraser and Niles. Uh, Niles is talking about, you know, Brewster Kale, the guy who's the president of their wine club, 
and they had a little prank on him. You know, he, they he, Brewster thought he was sipping on Chateau, Pet, Chateau Petrus, and he was in fact sipping on a Forcus Dupre, <laughs> and they switched <laughs> the labels. This is the most like snobbiest prank ever. Like this definitely seems like an on par for a Niles type prank. Uh, you know, Fraser's like, "What scamps you are!" Another like great line. Like this, this is just like very snobbish behavior from both of them. But I, I actually like the gag here. Um, and then you know we get the great line. Well, of course, as so often happens, roughhouse turns to tears. <laughs> this is so funny. <laughs> roughhouse <laughs> turns to tears. David Hyde Pierce's uh, you know, delivery of all these lines are really good. I think that that's what makes the scene. His physical acting in this is great. Um, and Brewster attended his resignation, resignation, but you know now is the new president, so I guess it worked out for him. Uh, thought thought it was a pretty funny scene here, even with you know the weird, obscure wine references, which we don't fully understand. But like it, they pulled it off to a point where like you don't really need to understand it for the joke to be fun. I think it's like almost part of the joke that they don't drink like you know like a regular like Cabernet or Sauvignon Blanc or whatever. They drink like some insane wine that no one's ever heard of before. Right. Right. Pichon Logvi. I'm going to try that. Might have to put it in our Fraser bucket list. You're bound to try it. But yeah. honestly, I'm not a big fan of wine, but I maybe maybe I'm just not been drinking the, the right wine. I'm not sure. Well, from but, the episode, it seems like a Chateau Petrus is really good. The guy was like, he thought it was great, even though he didn't know what he was talking about. But Right. Like, again, I'm, I'm no wine connoisseur either, but like going to a couple of wineries definitely have, has sparked my interest in wine. So I think like you just need to like keep drinking it. That's true. And like, we obviously don't know enough about it yet. But I think as you grow older and drink it more, you'll you'll pick up on it. So we'll see. I think Pichon Logavi is definitely on our list of wine and the Chateau Petrus. I'll add it to that. (laughs) Um, And and then like now they they kind of start talking about Irene and, you know, they thought it was going so well. And, you know, we get these couple of great back to back lines here. Um, And then like, you know, Frazier says, you know, once they spoke, dad said that he wasn't his type. It's over. It's completely out of her life. I just don't understand what would make him do that. And then Niles replies, oh, who knows why anybody, why, who knows why anybody does anything? And then Frazier <laughs> says, remind me again what you do for a living. <laughs> but then Niles comes back right back at it after Frazier says, how can anyone make a sound judgment about another person on, on the basis of one phone call? Remind me again what it is, what it is that you do for a living. So, you know, it's uh, great. Like Niles' psychiatrist, Ray is a, uh, Frazier is a radio psychiatrist and like it makes sense like you know I, I, honestly Niles has a point here even though he's just like retorting back at Frazier it's hard to make a judgment about someone over just one phone call especially a psych like a psychiatrist analysis is very hard to do so That's I get true. it but I, I like this joke the first impression isn't everything for sure like while first impressions are important like you you won't know like everything about them in just one like like sitting, you know, so. Yeah, you would think to make like a psychiatric evaluation, you would need to spend like a lot of time and talk to them a bunch and like get to know like their yeah, like deep thoughts to like do that. But I guess this man, you know, he can do it in like five minutes. <laughs> I mean, I guess like Frazier is like more like, it's I mean, more clearly like general. not. We saw with Doug, he clearly. Like... <laughs> no, but I think it's more like general advice. You know what I mean? Like he just gives you like very general advice that like can be helpful actually, you know, like no, so yeah, just, but, like, you know, just get your thoughts like uh, flowing. It doesn't really seem like a real psychiatrist. He kind of just does like you know fortune cookie style. It yeah, it's not person. It's not very personal based. Thing. It's just like general. I would but say. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll be honest. I don't think like you should be getting paid the way he Tend does to do that for you know? if it's just general advice. Like it's it's supposed to be a like a radio psychiatry advice. Right? Like, like people are calling in for that. Like or, any if it was just if it's just general advice, fucking anyone can do that, bro. Me and you. All three of us could fucking. Yeah, I could watch somebody. Here. It is good to put effort in your day to day. Okay, right? I, mean, I, I think his general it. advice is better than ours. I think, but I don't know. I maybe mean, it's... is it? Let, 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 let's <laughs> recap some of the calls, bro. <laughs> some Dog. of them were good. Some of them were good. Some Wait, of them were good. Who, who was who was the woman that like was like trying to avoid her in laws? Like, oh, that what, was... did he, what did he tell her to do? It was pretty good. No, he was like he told her to go confront them, and she was just like, "Sorry, but I'm okay, no, no, on that, the floor." That okay, actually, fine. There was one more in the dinner. I can't remember it to be honest, but like. There's one more call where there I was, was like... There was the sump pump one where he gave all the advice without pump. even knowing what a sump pump was. Wait, that no, was but I, I don't think we've... Have we done that episode Wait, yet? I, I don't know the sure. sump pump one yet. I don't think... I think we watched that. I think that might be episode six, bro. Yeah, that's episode uh, six. It's the Crucible. We haven't... Well, uh, we watched we watched it together, but it's been like almost a month since we watched it together. Yeah. Okay, here's what I'll say. Like, I think like, yeah, he's been out of pocket in like some of his calls for sure. 
But I think like when he actually did try to give advice, I actually like thought his advice was like very sound. Like when he did, sure, sure. I mean, yeah, he's 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 employed for a reason, right? So. Yeah. But like, do you think like do you guys think like maybe his radio show is like also like towards like the entertainment side? Like, do you think there's like yeah. value? No, is, there, I think is, there, I... Is, there, is there supposed to be entertainment value in it? I don't know. I personally I think... think it's for the gag of the joke, but I don't think like. Like imagine you call and someone like corrects your grammar. There's no way like your, my boss would be happy if I did that when people are calling in for advice, right? That's just for, more for the sh- for the show itself, okay. not for his I mean, radio. I think like, the radio show itself doesn't really exist to be like a public help kind of thing, right? I think it's supposed to be like funny. You can go on there and like hear about people's insane problems, which is why people listen to it. I think there's like throughout yeah, the show. I don't know. So you guys disagree then. Like they make a lot of jokes about his his entire I mean, audience is like middle aged females, which is like you know like the soap opera demographic. I disagree. I, I disagree, but also I've watched the show like over ten times, like because I know the type of calls that he gets, right? But I think he does give good advice from time to time, but I don't think part of like what they're looking for are like ratings, at least with his show. Maybe okay. with like Bulldog or like. I don't know if we've met Gil yet, but with like those kind of people, like ratings are more important because like it's part of entertainment. But this is more like an advice show. Like people are coming for advice too, right? So okay, yeah, that's fair. Um, so where were we? Yeah, so now it's like maybe you know, dad wasn't her type. I can find another woman who might be great for him. And then he brings up Aunt Patrice, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, she's in town visiting from you know Washington D.C. Hey, I might I might need to go visit Aunt Patrice if she's still there. Um and you know Fraser's like the woman is a loon, <laughs> <laughs> um and you know Nas is like begging Fraser he's like please do this for me every time she comes over Maris is, has makes all these plans and then she dives under her, her duvet with a two week migraine so clearly like uh Maris just like throws Nas to Aunt Patrice like makes him like take her around Seattle um so it's pretty funny and then we get one thing which I wanted to mention out is that. Now says, all right, the least you could do is say hello to Aunt Patrice. And then Frazier says, I'm not driving out to your house. How far is Niles' house from Frazier? Like, Niles is coming pretty much all the time to Frazier's house. It cannot be this far. I don't know. What Did you did you guys catch that? I think his whole point was he doesn't want to go anywhere to see Aunt Patrice, like, at all. Even yeah, like, like, five minutes. But I Niles imagine does that, like... live kind of out of the city, right? Like, oh, wait, so... He oh, comes so into you... the city for work, and then he sees... Frazier coming out. He doesn't like drive back and forth from his house to Frazier's house constantly. Wait, wait. So just to clarify, you think this is more about like him not wanting to go see Patrice, not that it's actually far away? Yeah, I think, you know, Miles probably lives like a little bit away, but he's like, I am not going anywhere to like see this lady. It might be like a combination. It's like, like, even if you live close, sometimes you don't like maybe he just didn't feel like leaving the house to go like, it's like probably a combination. of He probably didn't want to see her and he didn't want to leave the house. I don't know. I don't think but it's about not, leaving the house. Miles I think Miles lives like in Seattle. He lives on like some hill, right? He lives in like a suburb, kind of. Uh, I mean, later in this season, we will end up seeing you know Niles and Maris's house, oh. but they don't really cool. like they don't really say how far it far is. it is. Yeah, it's just the way it looks. It doesn't. He doesn't really look like he lives in the city. But like, I guess like this is also me knowing about the rest of the show and like how yeah. they go to his house sometimes. Frazier in this line specifically makes it seem like his house is like an hour away. I I agree, kind of, but it could also just be like he doesn't want to go there to see her. Yeah, I think I think it's both. Yeah, I think it's okay. Fair. I didn't really think of it like that. But I like I like the joke right after he said that though. (laughs) Oh, you don't have to. Yeah, yeah. She's sitting in the car. She's sitting in the car. She's here already, bro. You cannot avoid her, bro. She's here. And he's like, "You left her in the car? Well, I cracked open a window (laughs) like a (laughs) dog. Okay, it's fine then." Yeah, well then she's fine. She's like, wait, wait, I like wait the, the way Trey just said it. Well, then she's fine. Is like he's just like, like with the this the like, cracked open is enough. Like he didn't he didn't care after that. No, oh, he's like, like he doesn't care that it's rude to just leave someone in the car. He just thought she was like gonna die, and then when that wasn't the case, he's like, oh, it's fine then. Oh my god. Uh, and then we're, we we cut back to Fraser's apartment. He's on the phone, you know, with Freddie, his son. Um, and then he's like, <laughs> this gag is pretty funny. He's like, now calm down, son. Just listen to daddy. It's just a bad dream. I promise you. Senator Thurman is not in your closet. Not in your closet. Obviously, this is, uh, you know, referring to, what's his name? Strong. Uh, Strong Thurman. Yeah. Strong, Strong Thurman. I mean, I'm, I'm sure our listeners are probably like familiar with the reference, but I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> um, it's, extreme, it's super funny. It's like Freddie's dream about like 
you know, terrible senators, not like ghosts and goblins, like normal, like four year old, but it's a, it's a funny gag. And then, you know, the, the doorbell rings and we, we find, uh, you know, Patrice is back or Patrice is arrived with Niles. Right. Um, uh, I think this might be, I think I mentioned it to you, this might be my favorite scene from this episode. Uh, the whole like interaction between Patrice and Martin and everyone there is pretty funny. Any initial thoughts about Aunt Patrice when you first saw her? Yeah, the voice is extremely annoying. That was definitely the first thing for me. <laughs> yeah, it, it definitely is like a shrill voice for sure. Um, but I think that's part of it. Felix, what about you? Anything um, cool? not honestly, not too much of a first impression. So, yeah. You know, they, you know, they said that Fraser doesn't recall when he met her, but there was a lot of laughing and dancing uh her husband's funeral so <laughs> clearly she wasn't that uh you know sad to see her husband die um and then you know niles makes the comment we were taking a drive and i thought why we're just a couple of short ferry rides away from frazier's so i thought we'd pop over again like this is like an insane uh comment like they they, they took probably like two to three ferry rides just to come over to his house again we don't know if this, they're coming from niles's house or they're coming from like a museum like a show we don't know where it is but like it shows how desperate Niles is to like unload Anne Patrice on someone else but him at this point. Um, you know, she meets everyone and then Patrice makes a good comment. You know, I came to Seattle to see to see Maris, but the poor thing's taking her to bed again. To this day, I have no idea how tall she is. How long <laughs> has it been since she's seen Maris? Like it seems like she comes like every once every couple of years, and Maris is like what in her mid thirties, like early forties. Yeah. She's got like <laughs> She must have not seen her in like 20 years. She's like in her bed every time that she comes. She doesn't know how tall she is because she only sees her like lying down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a pretty funny line. Um, and then, you know, like, you know, Patrice and Martin talk for a little bit. And Niles and Fraser are in the kitchen. And Fraser's like, bro, I told you not to bring her here. Why'd you come? And then, you know, we get the great line from Niles, like, I ran out of ways to entertain her. We went to the Arboretum, a fashion show, a matinee, and we even spat off the, off the top of the Space Needle. I'm sorry. I <laughs> uh, oh, spitting off the top of the Space Needle does not seem like a Niles activity for sure. So he really went to, like, the last resort to uh, entertain, <laughs> to entertain Wait, Patrice. Yeah. So. Wait, what's a, what's a matinee? Um, uh, Mat matinee? Matinee. It's like the opening, op opening show, right? Wait, is matinee opening show or last show? It's one of the two. I think matinee just means a show in the daytime versus the nighttime. No, 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 That's not true. I think matinee is an opening show. I'm like fairly certain. Is it? Matinee. I don't know. By definition, it just says daytime. Really? I remember matinee, they would always say like, it comes, like, it's like the first show of like, like, you know, when like a theater comes, like they have a musical in town, and there's multiple showings. Matinee is usually the first show, right? Maybe not. Oh, I guess you're right. I just looked it up. It says in the daytime. So yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, it's always what well, I, I assume it's like it's like a play thing, right? Like or you only go to like a movie in the afternoon, it's like a matinee yeah. showing. I thought matinee was like the first like opening show of it, but I guess I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah you're right. It's a it's it says a show like either in the morning or the afternoon. Hmm. Yeah. 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 So interesting. And then he you know he has he has the line like now says, You never know when love can bloom between two people. Referring to Martin and uh, Patrice, who seem so different on the surface. Do you, Daphne? <laughs> <laughs> and then Daphne's like, to tell you the truth, I never thought opposites back. Now says, neither do I. We're, we're so alike. In so so <laughs> he's pushing it. He's pushing uh, it. Yeah, he's definitely pushing it. Um, you know, and then Fraser's like, we can't leave her out, dad out there any longer with her. And they enter. Oh, man, here it comes. The G speak. Uh, <laughs> <They're lovely>. like. <laughs> Uh, the goo you goo speak just speak geek. it's like too good bro like i don't probably hates this gag but like i find it i hilarious. really it was very funny i, I really i thought it was funny i, I couldn't like, understand her but it was funny <laughs> i mean i think the way she like delivers it is really funny and then like is that the, the actor does a really good job of like actually putting the g and it seems yeah, impossible but she like does it somehow it's crazy like, definitely practiced a lot for it I mean, you just heard me say it, bro. I couldn't even like get through the line. Like, it's pretty hard. It's, it's not possible. But the, the funny, the funny thing about this is like, 
And I was like, I'm sure they're doing just fine before they walk into the to the living room. And then she says the line, he's like, Oh Lord, I was afraid of this. <laughs> he was tra- he's like, he's definitely been traumatized before. Like, that's how you know. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh so yeah, like yeah, Felix, you're right, bro. Like he's definitely like heard this. Like apparently him and him and uh, her and Maris like love to try it out at parties. <laughs> That's so funny to me. Like the fact that her and Maris talk like this. Oh my god! And then Martin, like his expression is like pure gold. He's like Niles. I think she's having a stroke or something. When he like first says the G speak, like, he looks like scared, like uh, like like just frightened yeah. out of his mind. Like he's, he looks like he's seen like something that's like not like. Like I don't know, like, like and he's a detective too. Like he's seen a lot of things, and somehow he looked like he's seen something worse than like anything he's seen in his career. Oh, it's too funny. But <laughs> no, nah, but um, uh, you know, we get we get the G speak lines for a while, and then Frazier's like, "Dad, you still have your gun loaded." Like I think like he's done with this conversation, not even a minute into it. Um, apparently it's all the rage in Washington D.C., so I might need to go like uh, try this out in D.C. the next time I go back there. But uh, <sighs> it's, it's pretty interesting. But they they end up like just basically kicking out Patrice by like making up a fake dinner. Um, and then you know we get we get the great line. You know, Patrice is like these. No, I told you we shouldn't have stopped by. These people have plans. And then I was like, how I envy them. <laughs> <laughs> I like definitely feel bad for now having to spend you know a couple more days with Patrice after this, but you know she goes in for a hug and then Niles kind of like and not Niles Martin backs away like really awkwardly and then you know Fraser and Daphne both notice it and they think it's because of him I- Irene they uh, Martin doesn't want Irene to see that he's like hugging another woman right oh um which I thought was a little bit interesting uh and then. You know, like Fraser's like calls calls out Martin on it. He said that you moved away. You still care about Irene. I don't well, know, Martin's you, line when Fraser's like you moved away. Martin goes, "Wouldn't you?" That was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, it's. <laughs> um, but like, did did you guys did you guys buy that it was because of Irene or like initially watching this? Did you think it was just because Patrice is like a straight weirdo? No, I I definitely thought it was more like he didn't want to hug like Patrice. Just he thought like she's kind of weird. I I really think I think that like, they were just teasing him, and I think that was like pretty funny. You think they were teasing? Well, no, the, no, they're yeah, serious. The Irene thing is no, like they were serious just... and teasing her. No, him. No, no, no. They're, no, like, they're serious. It's definitely the reason, like, that he goes and hides behind the thing. But initially, when I first saw it, that's not what came to mind. I also thought he was just like, "Who is? I'm not trying to the, hug this the, weirdo." The thing is, if you see the scene, he doesn't just move away. Like he moves away and he then goes hides behind, behind the, pillar, the pillar, right? Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. So no, I definitely I, like. I, I buy like that's the reason. I yeah. just, it's not what I first thought when I saw it. Right, right. Okay. Fair. Like, I initially thought he was just, like, trying to not hug her. But I I disagree with Felix. I don't think Fraser's teasing him at all. Like, they're definitely yeah. both serious about, like, yeah. the Irene thing. Which is, like, interesting that they're so hung up on it. Because it's not even, like, their relationship. But, like, I feel like, for some I mean, reason, like, Fraser thinks it's a good catch. Like, uh, Irene's a good catch for It's Mark. easy to get, like... Oh, not easy, but like it's like I guess like like it's easy to get interested in like someone else's like romantic interest, and I think like they want yeah. him to have a romantic interest as well, like just to have something like yeah, something more is... exciting in his life, you know, going. For yeah, him. that's true, and this is Martin's like first romantic interest oh, that true. we know yeah. of in the show, right? Right. Yeah. Um, but the I mean, Fraser's like pushes on. He's like, "There's something stopping you from having a relationship with this woman. What is it?" And then Martin finally cracks, or, you know, we think he cracks, and he says that Irene's middle name is Rose, which was Fraser's mother's middle name. So, like, mm. you know, we get the guilt here. He's, we find out that, you know, Fraser says that mom has been gone for six years now, so we get a little bit of context about how long it's been. I'll ask you guys this. How long do you think uh, the appropriate amount of time is before you start dating in after your significant other passes away? Because it's different than breaking up, right? Breaking up, there's like totally different things. Like, yeah, people could be it is like a year, yeah. or like six years, but like passing away is more of like a it's like a different thing, right? especially it's, if you're married for so long. And have it's hard to like know, right? Yeah, like, it's, yeah, it's hard to say. Like, I want to say that like there's no specific time at all. I would say that it's different for everyone, right? Because everyone, okay, I think it's like you know, it's like tasteless if someone died like five months later, you're dating somebody else. Like, okay, true, yeah, yeah. maybe like, maybe you moved on, but from the outside perspective, that looks fucked up. So yeah, I mean, I don't know how you can, a time. I mean, like theoretically, right? Like, say you like are married for like twenty five years. I don't know how you move on 
within five months, regardless of whether the no, person is dead or not. But, you know, maybe, right? Yeah, but like, so there definitely is a time window. Too early, people is, will think it's not yeah, weird. There's definitely a bad time for like too early, where like it's like unacceptable, like by society, like relatively unacceptable. Right. But like, especially if the person died. Right? Yeah, but yeah. when it goes longer, I would say like anything longer is like it just really depends on like the individual themselves and how they grieve mm-hmm. and everything, and like just I don't know their whole mental process through it. Like, I would say yeah. like a year. You gotta wait at least a year. Yeah, I, I, that's fair. Yeah, I, I definitely say like generally even like with like out of respect almost right. You gotta wait like a year. Yeah, yeah. I say like with relationships in general, there's always like the waiting period, but there's more of like a gray area. With this, I'd say like especially a death to someone you were married to, there's definitely yeah. more of like a time generally, right? Some yeah. people never like my like grandfather died when my dad was three, mm-hmm. and like my grandma never remarried. Right, so sometimes like yeah. they just never. Sometimes never, because it depends. Right? Like you can like get over them, but sometimes like the the individual like they may never want to ever like get with someone else again for whatever exactly. reason. Like it, yeah. who this this it's so like yeah, too many factors going into this. So it's hard to say. But I yeah. think six years is like a good amount of time. Like yeah. six years is long enough where no one will judge you. I think for sure. And like like nobody at all. And yeah. Fraser makes a good point. You know, he's like, your feelings for Irene are totally severed for, from your feelings for mom. And if she was here, she would tell you that she'd want you to get on with your life. So it's a good advice from Fraser. And, you know, there's a nice heartfelt moment between him and Martin. You know, he says, I guess Martin says, you know, I guess I don't say it enough, but you're a good kid. And then Fraser says, thanks, dad. You know, there's something I don't say enough. And then Martin like cuts him off. He's like, there's nothing you don't say enough. (laughs) (laughs) So I like like, like that. I like the comedic relief towards the end of the heartfelt moment. That's, I think that's been common in like the last couple of episodes. Like, there's always like you know some kind of heart. Like, let's say there's some kind of heartfelt moment between like Martin and Fraser. You know, oh, and the safety station are nice, but then Martin always like ends it like pretty quickly with like some kind of comedic joke. I, honestly, I kind of like it like that. Yeah, I like that too. It's 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 a pretty common theme in sitcoms in general, I'd say. But it's a good. Uh, it's it's definitely been a theme in these last few Fraser episodes. Yeah. Um, and then you know. The conversation ends between them, and Martin moves on to grab a beer from the kitchen. He sees Daphne, and Daphne kind of calls his bluff because she has been more into it with the notes, right? She's been yeah, she like side knows, by side, right? and she could she said that I could have sworn Irene's middle name was Marie, and you know he she calls out Martin on his bluff, and he, you know he he just says Irene it just isn't my type, right? Again, still lying, and then Daphne is like you know maybe. You thought it wasn't going to work out because you're still self-conscious about your hip. And then, you know, Martin's like, that's ridiculous. Martin, the sexy limpers line yeah. is funny. <laughs> she makes the comment about the sexy limpers, like, FDR, uh, which I thought was, was pretty interesting, but kind of random. But on par with Daphne's, like, character, very, you know, unique. <laughs> Do you guys yeah. know who the second guy is? The the French dude? Toulouse. Toulouse. Lutrec? Lutrec? I don't. Yeah, know Do you know is. who that is? No. I did not. I I googled him after. He's like a painter, I think. I did not know this was like a famous person. I don't know either, but I don't know. He apparently he was he did well with the ladies, according to Daphne. Um, yeah, they were all prostitutes. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's a it's an interesting line, and then like she finally says it. Like I think it's you know about your cane, right? And I think it's a it's a fair insecurity for Martin because like this this. He's only been with the cane for what less than a year now, like. So I think yeah. he's still getting used. I don't to know him, if like, it's like a fair insecurity. Like he's like sixty something. Or no one would judge a sixty-year-old for using a cane. Sure, like, but you think about it. You think about it in terms of like other people. You know, if you just think about it from his perspective, singly, it's like you've been able to you know be like walk properly and like er- like be active properly for sixty years of your life, and then one some random like time, you know, you suddenly stumble and now you can't. Right, like that would be disheartening to me, regardless of my age. Right, that's how I think about it. Well, you didn't like stumble; you got shot in the hip. Right? Okay, I yeah, think sorry. It's like highly so. justified. I think part of it though is like Martin is still adjusting to like his life as someone who doesn't have a lot of authority. Right, as a policeman and a detective, yeah, his entire life he always had authority over someone, and now that like he can't even live by himself, like you know he can't even like take care of himself by himself. He has to move in with his son, get a healthcare worker. All of that is like a sobering reality, and now combined with his like potential dating life, right? He's like, yeah. "Are women gonna judge me?" Even though it's normal to have a cane at this age, I'm not used yeah. to it. All this yeah. stuff is like combining and playing into it, which I think is 
part of it and why he doesn't really want to admit to it, I'd say. Yeah, I think you're right. Like his his confidence is definitely dropped because of all these like reasons that you just mentioned. So Right, right. Yeah. It's tough. This true. It makes sense. But I mean, yeah. like I said, like probably through time, he'll probably get used to it. Like this is how like, you know, this is how life is now. So he'll he'll adapt. Exactly. Exactly. He always adapt. And then we cut to the final scene. Martin is getting ready for his date. You know, Fraser and Daphne are there. Um, you know, he's like, Martin asks, is anything different with dating in the last 40 years? And <laughs> Fraser says, the wardrobe's a little different, but your ultimate goal is the same. I like that. I like that. It's a good line. Um, and then one thing I caught here, I don't know if you guys did, but Fraser says, Dad, I'm glad you changed your mind about this. And then Martin says, yeah, me too. Thanks for our little talk. Fraser says, my pleasure. Oh, okay. Martin looks at Daphne as if to say thank you, and she nods. So, like, it's still, Wait. like, so it's, so. Yeah, he's just, like, appeasing Fraser, even yeah. though really Daphne that changed his mind. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Wait, wait, I think was, this... was was Martin and Fraser's little talk, was it in the show? Or is that, like. Or no, that's the Rose, the middle name thing. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. gotcha. Like, basically, Fraser gave him a lot of advice about his, like, made-up excuse. Right. Like, he thinks he was, like, helpful, but he really did nothing. <laughs> but, so it was actually Daphne who, like, really yeah. helped change, yeah. change his mind. Okay, yeah, I like that. And I think this is like kind of is one of the many times where it's, it shows why Daphne is such a good character in the show because she's like that kind of bridge in between Fraser and Martin because they're so different and sometimes they don't see eye to eye on topics even like this. Even when Fraser has Martin's best, best interest in it, they still don't seem to get on the same level. But Daphne has that other perspective, which even Fraser can pick up on, right? So yeah. again, this comes back to my like, point that i've made over and over in this podcast that like you got to really question what fraser is as a, as a psychiatrist that, like, <laughs> okay <laughs> like that he couldn't pick up on this again i'm not hating on fraser like, <laughs> i love the guy i've watched the show so many times like he does have good advice from time to time but there's some things where it's like it's right in front of your eyes you can't see you, it bro. you know what i thought you were going with this like you're all like complimenting daphne so, so i was like oh yeah your conclusion is gonna be like about complimenting daphne so i was gonna be like yeah no, i agree i did compliment you know, like, her no you I did just complimented her i, just, I know you she's did. a great bridge in between the that's true great, right but like it also shows why like there's some things that even a trained psychiatrist can't pick up on yeah but like a quote-unquote common laywoman who's like a housekeeper slash physical therapist picks up on compared to that you know yeah. so it is, look, the show definitely makes like Daphne like more more like insightful than like the average person for sure but Fraser is you know there's a lot of episodes where it shows that he's like not actually so great at like reading people like it comes <laughs> later the, the criminals episode right I mean like Daphne's cane observations like I honestly think that like I would not have like able to make that conclusion with the cane like i feel like i would have missed that like like you know just like slightly putting your cane not wearing it in front of the or not using it like in front of the windows like i feel like i, I would have missed that but she's been with she was like three there days, the whole time right? but so, you know it's she just is like an observant yeah. person in the show, you know i mean yeah she's psychic bro right so yeah i guess <laughs> but but it's like easier. she already knows I, but again like it's also like yes daphne's very insightful and does all this but like Again, you gotta question like what Fraser's like observant skills are. Like it just seems like he's not very like in tune with his like father, <laughs> bro. Like uh, not to be a Fraser hater, but just like some of the stuff is just mind blowing. And like the thing which I hate about this scene is like Fraser thinks he like I mean yeah, he doesn't Martin's he doesn't little, do, like appeasement, it like works. He, he doesn't do it in an arrogant issue. Yeah, he doesn't do it in an arrogant way, but like I just hate that like the episode ends with like Fraser thinking he solved it instead of like acknowledging that Daphne did it. If that makes sense. I have a question. Like, do you like? Do you think since you've watched like this whole like show and everything, right? Like, do you think he gets better over the you know episodes or seasons or whatever? <laughs> no, he's kind of just like this. Nah, so he's, he's just like I, this the whole time. <laughs> oh God. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil anything. Like, I'm telling you, he he's a good psychiatrist. Like, there's times where he gives good advice and he's always there for people. Like he's very caring and genuine in that way. But okay. I'd say like generally like with his, like his absurd, like uh, observation skills, he's not the best. And that's why I feel like I always say that Niles is a better psychiatrist than him. Like throughout. Yeah. The show, right. I think Prav agrees. He definitely is. Mm -hmm. So he's like, he's not clueless. Don't get me wrong. But like as a psychiatrist, you, I would expect you to have like a leg up, right. Than the normal mm -hmm. person. But right. he doesn't always show it. It's very up and down. Fair. 
Yeah, there's like a lot of episodes with the whole bit of the episodes that Fraser doesn't notice, like an extremely obvious thing. Mm, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is which is funny, but that, that that's part of the episode. But no, Prav, you're totally right. There's like so many episodes where like the whole like instance is like one character not knowing like uh you know the plot line while the audience knows, and a lot of the times it is Fraser. So yeah. But like yeah, the final scene is just like the camera pointing pointing at you know daphne fraser and martin and we get like the what's the word for this like the bird's eye not bird's eye view like yeah first person perspective it's first person right but it seems like irene is like really tall because she's looking like down at like all the way the way it's just the camera angle i guess i'll be honest the cameraman was just really tall and they didn't like i mean it or whatever i was trying to say we didn't get to see it looks like the person who's taking the shot is like six three I mean, Felix, we don't get to see her because there was no Irene in the first place, right? Like, they're not, they didn't, they didn't cast anyone to be Irene. No, I get that. But, like, it's just like, I know. They, like, they, like, they teased it, you know? That, 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 that was the ending, right? So, I don't know. I didn't like this ending. What do you guys think about this, like, first person perspective thing? Oh. I think it's all right. I do think it's weird they didn't just have an Irene cast for this episode. Like, you would assume, like, this is not far into the run. You'd think they would have written this one pretty early on, but. I don't know. I just feel like it didn't I think make it's sense all right overall. Irene when she didn't have any lines, bro. Yeah, it's fair. But I don't know. I was. I mean, I mean, I was fine with like the whole like ending for the most part. I actually enjoyed it. Like I enjoyed that. Like you know, Frazier. Like you know, Frazier was kind of acting like uh, like like a like to Martin like his dad. Like oh, you're not gonna be that too late, right? Are you? And I'm a little. So that, yeah, that part was. It was, it was a little corny, but like, it was yeah, funny. it was. Like, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's, funny it's a Fraser type joke, right? He is like it was corny, kind of. It's a guy. funny and a, no, but there's some like lines where the the writing is really well done. I thought this was just kind of lazy, like sitcom writing. This That's is like fair. classic. Sitcom yeah, this joke. is sitcom writing. I mean, I like sure. the Daphne line to close the drink. Oh, the Daphne line is funny. She's like, "A word to the wise: If she asks you up to her place after dinner, close the close drink, so we don't <laughs> use the telescope to spy on you." <laughs> that that line was funny. I'll be honest, but I. The, the part which kind of bugged me was just like first person perspective. It was just like the flip weird. is weird. It made like, me the uncomfortable. The whole episode is shot reason. one way, and then this, and they're all just like staring into the camera for like you know a while. Like it's a yeah. little bit weird. It's just kind of un- it just for some reason made me uncomfortable. I mean, the main reason they did it was the, because they didn't have they didn't have anyone to show for Irene, right? No, no, I get it, but like I don't know. I just didn't like the way they did it. If that makes okay fair, fair. It, the way they just stare into the camera silently for like 10 seconds is weird i don't yeah. love it yeah the the credit scene is pretty funny though it's like fraser and daphne are asleep on the couch and eddie's looking through the telescope uh, yeah. <laughs> that is funny i like that i like that uh, you know eddie eddie's always looking somewhere that's for sure uh yeah it was a, it was a, it was a decent episode what was your guys' favorite scene in this episode um I I'll say, the, I mean, you, you guys know my for me, probably. Doug Call? Okay. Felix, what about you? Honestly, I'm not not sure. Um, I'll say, I'll say my, my, I mean, you guys know mine. Mine was definitely the, yes, the amphitheater came over. <laughs> okay. Definitely <laughs> not a fan of the G speak, but G speak is funny. I mean, I kind of like, I kind of like the whole like Martin romance going on, like at the telescope section. I kind of enjoyed I that. I mean, that was like the whole episode, bro. What scene? No, he means like the first part where they're like passing the notes and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I do like, I do like that part. Who, who, who do you guys think? Uh, I mean, I want to introduce a couple of new segments to like the podcast, but like, who do you guys think, which actor stood out in this? Who was the best like played character? I want to say mm. Amphitrice, just the way she like <laughs> delivered those I lines. Do, I do think the actress like really committed to the Patrice role. Yeah, shout out to Kathleen Noon. That's uh, uh looked her up earlier. She's not she's not really like famous, but she does a good job in this for sure. Yeah. I think Niles is great in like almost all his scenes. His That's whole wine Niles... story is really good. And um, when he's in the kitchen with Daphne, he yeah, doesn't he... have the lines. He doesn't have that many lines, but he's really like I agree. He was he acted really well, bro. David I. Pierce did a really great job. Felix, any like standout actors or no? Oh, I don't know. I thought everyone did fine, so nothing really. Great. Stood out to thanks me. for the thanks for the insightful <laughs> content Felix, that our everyone audience is looking fine. for. Everyone did fine. Wonderful. Thank <laughs> everyone you. did good. Everyone did good. Not just fine. Fine seems great. Everyone did good. Even more like bland <laughs> vanilla comment, bro. Thanks for that. Oh, sorry. Um, no, but and then like the last thing, you know, the rating. I was gonna say that from now on, let's do the rating as like glasses of sherry. 
So out of 10 glasses of sherry, what do you guys think? Because, you know, sherry is iconic to Fraser, obviously. But it's still the same 1 to 10 scale. But instead of just 1 to 10, it'll be 1 to 10 glasses of sherry. I'll give this one a 6.5. So I'm, I'm getting a little tipsy on this episode. Not enough to be, you know, complete full-blown drunk and I'll watch this whenever. But, like, 6.5, I think, is a good thing for me. Because, I like I said, I didn't love the A plot. Like, it's okay. Like, it's kind of cute, like, in a sitcom like, cheesy way. But, obviously, like I said, the star of this episode for me were definitely Patrice and Niles, which weren't even really in the episode that much, which is why I can't give this a 7 or more. So, it's it's a watchable episode for me. 6.5, a glass of sherry. I'm understanding this rating system. I would say, you know, I'd be lightly buzzed off this episode. Definitely not tipsy or even close to drunk. I didn't enjoy a lot of it. And I do think so far in the show, it's the worst episode. So I'll give this, you Ooh, know, hot take? four and a half or maybe five glasses of sherry. Okay. That's pretty low. That's pre- that, that is that might be the lowest rating that we've had so far out of the No, game. it is. It is the lowest rating. It definitely I and it also might be the lowest rating I give. No one no one while. gave and no one gave anything below a seven, like until this episode. I think you gave a six, right? No, I never gave a six. The lowest I gave no, a he, he went he went ten, nine, eight, seven. Yeah, no, no, 10, no, 9, he, 8, no, 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 he did not go ten. He went nine, eight, seven, right? Oh yeah, oh, did he did. He did nine, yeah. eight, seven. So yeah, you I think and then, or did no, you, no, no, and no, go back we, up? Well, we recorded episode four too. I forgot. What, I think you gave a higher score for episode. No, four, I, right? I gave a higher yeah, episode the, for nine. Four. I, I, I went, went like nine eight seven yeah. eight or something, or nine eight seven so, nine. Yeah. So how many glasses of sherry for you, Felix? Um, yeah, how drunk? I, are you I like I, I, I actually like I enjoyed this episode. Like I, I remember I enjoyed it. Like especially when we watched it together. Like I was laughing a lot at a lot of the scenes, and I, I, I enjoyed the romance more than you guys did. So I would give this like. I would give this like an eight. I like I liked it. I think it was good. Eight glasses of sherry. Yeah, eight glasses of sherry. Yes, sir. So yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, you're pretty solidly drunk. Sure, we'll go with that. (laughs) I'll ask. Did you like this one more or I hate Fraser Crane? Ah, ah, you know that one was that's tough. You know, because I hate Fraser Crane. That was like where like (laughs) they were trying to fight and stuff, right? Yeah. Ah, dude, I did like I hate Fraser Crane. I don't remember what I gave it. I think but, you gave like a, but like a even not range. knowing the number that you gave it, now that you've seen both, which one would you say you liked more? I in ah oh, dude, like they're very different episodes. Like they're very different episodes. Like I want to say I like I hate Fraser Crane more, but I'm not exactly sure. But I'll, I'll just say I like I like I hate Fraser Crane like slightly more, maybe like by half. Okay, a but they're like close for you. They're pretty close for me. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, perhaps this is the worst episode so far. It's the... It is, and for me, I hate Fraser Crane is the best episode so far. So for me, they're very far apart. Pretty bold. I mean, eh, I, guess I don't know about the best. Episodes. Definitely not the best. I mean, what do you think was the best so far, Felix? Uh, I mean, whatever the highest rating that day. <laughs> I mean, I think you, I think you gave the, the first one. Rating. Probably I mean, the first one. I actually really enjoyed the first one still. So. Pilot. Okay. What's what's so yeah? We're five episodes in, solidly. We're we're you know we're knee deep into Fraser Waters. What's 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 your uh, vibe been so far, Felix? Watching this for the first time, obviously. No, I've definitely been enjoying the show. You know, the first five first five episodes are definitely very solid. I enjoyed like I mean I enjoyed watching all of them like regardless of like because I mean none of my ratings even went below seven. So you know I'm enjoying it so far, and I think I think that the future episodes will be good. So I believe in it. That's good. In the show. Do you remember what happens in the next? I, I was gonna ask you to like. I want to make this like a tradition where like I ask you like to make a prediction about uh-huh. what you think the next episode is gonna be about. But like this okay, week, I don't you might not be able to. Because I don't we remember. Already it, watched. To be honest, so you don't remember it? Okay. Yeah, I don't remember it. Okay, wait. I'll, so I'll just give you the title of the episode, right? And like, yeah. try to see if you can make a. I mean, I just, I just looked at the title. It's the Crucible, which is like I don't remember it, but like, so but it seems kind of hard. Like for me to guess. Yeah. So okay. So just just based off of the title, right? Like, what would you guess? Just just well, make, it can be. Let anything. me let me Google what even a crucible is. <laughs> That's the first. Oh, well, thing. you don't have to Google. I can tell you. Yeah. Crucible okay, is tell the me, thing that me. they use to melt metal. It's like a small, very metal? heat resistant kind of okay. container, and you can use to like melt specifically metals. What would this be about? Melting metals. I mean, obviously, since there's no way it's about melting metals. My guess, and like, if I had to guess, like, just based on the title. It's like the first thing that came to mind was like, like melting, like, like some, mixing like different like things. Oh, wait, what? So what happens, bro? Just like a <laughs> prediction, you know? 
maybe like uh like maybe like a diverse group of people come together or something you know nothing paint like me a diverse. paint paint me like a scenario like what like just 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 give me like a synopsis like i like i gave at the beginning of this episode like martin gets a telescope and a romance arises give me like a one or two sentence something like that but just based off of the title it's hard it's supposed to be hard <laughs> that's hard that's what makes yeah well, the expectation is not that you'll get it right yeah but th this one's actually fun, like, ultra impossible but yeah like the only thing the only thing i can get like i, I, I can't give you a synopsis but the only thing i can guess of is like like maybe a party happens and like a group of people a, a really diverse group of people come together that's what i think about when i hear okay. the word crucible like a yeah. mix of things right come melting together at, like at, i get it it's not, you know why he's explaining it to free yeah like, while house, like, he's yes. explaining this to felix i actually just now understood the pun behind the episode name really like, maybe i'm stupid i've seen the episode like six times and I just got like the joke. okay. Well, remember it for next that, time. I'll definitely explain the pun in the next uh, uh, podcast. It's actually it's actually a good title for this episode. If you know, like obviously listeners know. It is. But... It's, it's actually it's actually a really funny like wordplay joke. I just I don't know how I didn't catch it until like this exact moment. And I will say we're not cheating with it because it's been like over a month since we watched it. So Felix definitely forgot. I don't. No, actually, yeah. I do not remember what what this episode was about at okay. all. Okay, good, good. That's good. But I remember this is. I definitely like this one more than. Here's looking at you. Like I like. Yeah, I like this one a lot too. So it'll be right. good to review and sneak peek. I mean, me and Pernal were talking about this a little bit off air. Possible live episode next week when we're all in Riverside. So. Oh <laughs> wait, really? Oh, wait, you guys didn't tell me about this. That's actually I mean, kind of exciting. Yeah. This so one you, you like went downstairs, you... but like this, uh, yeah, it could be a little bit different. So we're. Oh wait, like a live episode? We're like, do you mean like we're all? Yeah, we're all gonna be in the same room. Oh, yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. I like that. Yeah, so we might record another bonus episode this week. Well, not bonus episode, but like we'll record two in one week compared to just our normal thing, just because we're gonna be together. So look out for that; could be happening. Um, but yeah, guys, it has been great re reviewing this one with you. We're five episodes in. Like I said, we're pretty solidly into our podcasting career for Fraser now, and I think it's been going well so far. Thank you so much for everyone for listening for you know all your support on Reddit everything i'll try to be more active on instagram and reddit as well but we're hoping to get more listener comments going into the future maybe some more trivia questions but that's something we'll keep going to but yeah keep an eye out for season one episode six review of the crucible coming soon to you probably will be a live episode but yeah thanks guys for being here with me today any final comments i mean thanks for listening guys thanks yeah, yeah, excited yeah. to see the comments on this next episode for sure. And, you know, any ways we can improve and stuff like that. It's always good to hear. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, thank you so much again for the support. This is Rohan signing off with Felix and Pranav live from KCL. See you guys. Peace.